rebounds. Urban Dictionary defines it as just some person you used to get over someone you broke up with. On their own, rebounds will never be enough, but they can be an okay distraction. Usage, she doesn't matter. She's just a rebound. Wow, okay, that was rude, but hey, it's not like you care for the rebound, right? Or maybe you do. It's actually a complicated question, right? But uh, the question that I want to ask you guys is, why do you think we go for rebounds? Is it because we are heartbroken? Or is it because we are lonely? Or simply, we are just horny. <laughs> and while some people have a great time in rebounds and, you know, like they say they have amazing sex and whatnot, uh, some people actually think that it's a terrible decision. So for episode 9 of How I Dealt With It, I wanted to get to the bottom of rebounds. Yes. I'm your host, Divan Yuritan Pal. And before I go on, let me tell you that if you like listening to this podcast, then you have to subscribe to the Quince channel on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and the several other platforms that we're live on right now. You can also log on to the Quint website and check out our podcast section. Now, coming back to rebounds, uh, guys, I was looking for different stories that people had about rebounds because I've been really interested in exploring this arrangement between two people. I know that it comes from a really heavy place in your heart and my exploration got me on Reddit where I typed this question. Ever had a rebound? Tell me the good, bad and ugly. I waited for a few hours and then Girl Gamer replied. So my boyfriend had just broken up with me. We got back three months later. But during this time, I was really hurt. So I downloaded Tinder. I was just looking for a friends with benefits kind of thing. I matched with this really handsome guy, a dad joke expert. And I decided this was the dude. So we meet up and blah, blah, blah. We start having sex. Halfway through, though, he stops. Is your brother George? We then realize that this guy was my brother's best friend from high school, who he still hangs out with. We stopped right away. And now he still comes over to my brother's house and we just look at each other awkwardly. I have to admit, though, one of the best guys in bed. Awkward! But guys, what is a rebound if it's not awkward and also weirdly comforting? Yeah, as crazy as it sounds. Uh, But, you know, here we are talking about how crazy rebounds are and how it helps us sort our ugly emotions, etc. But what if you are on the other side? What if you are the one who is being rebounded on? George's case is a very interesting one. He was rebounded on... Not once, not twice, but thrice. Yes, guys. And, well, what can I say about this? You know, George is not diplomatic that, you know, he wants to wish them all the good things in life. No, no, no. That's not George, guys. He wishes them pain. (laughs) He wishes all the girls who rebounded on him a lot of pain. Uh, so for this podcast, I'm going to be the one who says who's one who's the one who's been rebounded on multiple times, uh, and I've only rebounded once out of 
these three relationships that I've had. Um, one when I was 16, one when I was 17, and currently the one I'm going through at the moment was between 18 and 19. So me and X1 had a relationship for three, one, for three months and it failed as she left me to be with someone else. And back then I did not know how to handle a relationship whatsoever. Uh, so she comes back around a couple months, a couple months later, like, you know, three months later and we start a new relationship and that relationship lasts for a year. This relationship was very toxic, very damaging. She was incredibly manipulative. She cut herself. She was borderline crazy, but at the same time I was unaware and I did not know how the relationship should be like, uh, I found out she was lying to me about something throughout our entire relationship, which pissed me off. And I decided to stop talking to her or go on a break, I'd say. And within that break, she had started talking to her best friend, who I consider a pretty good friend of mine as well. And little do I know, she sends me a message saying it's not going to work. And she starts dating him three days after. Right? As she posted on her social media. And of course, I was devastated. Not only did she leave me once for someone else, now she left me again for someone else. And I fell for that trap, you know, shame. Uh, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. I was, of course, the one who's been shamed on. And within four months of the breakup, I was still in. Oh, I was still in a good amount of pain, but I was doing much better. And I find out that my my best friend was interested in me sexually and romantically, and she wanted to start a relationship with me as well. And okay, so that's good. Uh, we start a relationship, and all of a sudden, my mind just forgets about my ex. Like, oop, gone. Pain gone. Absolutely. As I started falling into infatuation, I wanted to spend all my time I could with her and so on and so forth. And that relationship only lasts for around two months as I've gotten needy. And she did not want anything to do with the neediness. And she leaves me. And now not only am I devastated from the first breakup as I didn't completely heal from the first one. I also now have to deal with this one. As I've just now rejected twice. And to make matters worse, she then dates someone else her best friend uh, her best friend at the time a month after we broke up so not only did although our relationship was only two months long it still felt painful to see someone that i had put investment into move on very quickly i enter my freshman year of college and i meet this girl i thought she was gorgeous she was tall she was beautiful and we had and i had decided and she seemed interested so i had decided to talk to her and my idea was that I was just going to get laid and I was just having fun in college and, you know, just going to have some fun. No need for a relationship. And she had completely changed my mind as we were incredibly compatible. And it seemed pretty borderline perfect. So we started a relationship and we had our own relationship problems. And our own relationship problems were, uh, let's just say, the two, they were mostly coming from me. My two biggest problems were my addiction to pornography and uh, I would say mean things or things that she didn't really like to hear based off my now red pill mindset that I had created. So in this relationship was my most intimate relationship out of every girl I've ever been with. And I was her first for everything as well. Um, I was her first for sex. We were, we were each other's first to shower to to clean together to sleep together to cook together to use the bathroom in front of one another and so on and so forth a very intimate relationship it was eight months long 
so not the longest, but also not the shortest. Most of our arguments came from me not being able to quit pornography. And and sometimes the comments I'd make, like uh, something like that. Or vulgar sexual humor that she didn't like. And I, caught, and I just, you know, fell off guard and didn't really realize I was doing it. That's where most it all started. And so, but you're not really here to listen to my relationship problems and why the breakup occurred. But... But, uh, yeah, I guess I get, yes, I guess telling you why the breakup occurred and what happened after. So the breakup occurs and in between it all, we were hugging, we were kissing. She was still calling me my pet name. She was telling me, and she told me all these things. So she told me she was in love with me. She did not want to leave me, that she had to leave me so that I would change and that maybe we could see what would happen in the future. So the breakup occurs and I'm very, uh, pumped up and full of energy to finally change my bad habits and my ways to get rid of my video game problems that were caused from the porn addiction and all these things many problems that i knew that i had to solve right now so that i could win her back because i felt you know she loved me she was invested into our relationship and i loved her and so on well come to find out two months into the breakup i find out that she's already in a new relationship matching neck matching ring little necklaces and all and of course i was devastated I felt very shafted of it all. And to say that how I did not see her, her behavior, just jumping into a new relationship. Although now both of them are in new relationships, so X1 and X2, apparently, and my friend, as I used to wish pain for them, but now I just wish no pain, of course, because I could see how everything went down. And now for X3... I have not been looking at social media, and I wish her pain as well, funny enough. Rebounds are considered to be a very frivolous thing to talk about. Um, And for me, it's always been something which is a very challenging emotion. It also forces us to confront different uh, things about our lives. But um, what I do want to say is that, yes, rebounds and crushes, they do pump our happiness. When you're going through a breakup, you're rejected and it fills us with a lot of pain and a lot of self-doubt and a lot of self-pity and when a crush comes along and tells us that we are good and funny and smart and pretty and beautiful all of that and we are attractive and we are desirable it just pumps up our lives with happiness Um, but that said rebounds can also get you down because I was just uh, speaking to a friend of mine and uh, she'd been having a lot of rebounds and she told me that she feels incomplete and she was almost on the verge of a breakdown because all of this was just getting too much for her I suggested to her that she take some time off from this rebound dating and focus on herself focus on her happiness focus on her friends So yes, while rebounds and crushes and all the compliments can pump our happiness, they can also get us down. So be careful. And that is why for this podcast, I talked to Dr. Kamna Chibber. She's the head of mental health at Fortis Gurugram. I wanted to understand from her, from a psychological point of view, 
how we should take rebounds so there are obviously two sides to this one is that how did one person end up jumping from one relationship quickly to another one wherein this person was able to make that uh, shift of felt that need that in order for me to feel more whole or uh, more my own self i need to get that reinforcement from the other now that's one part of it the other side is what is it doing to the other person from with whom you had that breakup uh that person of course goes through their own struggle now in trying to interpret their own meaning and value uh in their partner's life that you know okay was i only worth this much or was i only this this much a part of this person's life that all it took was for them to go um you know go into or get into another relationship on the rebound with someone else and they were able to move past me what they don't realize it realizes that um actually the person is not past them or over them it's in fact the fact that uh, they're having more thoughts about their partner and they're also seeking that connection that sometimes makes them do these kind of actions to feel better to be able to um you know go ahead and start living their life um in a more wholesome manner and uh, that can be very devastating uh for you as someone who's seeing your um ex go on the rebound and move into other relationships can certainly be extremely difficult uh but it's very important to ensure that you know one is not attaching uh meanings or references to one's own self worth um uh, or you know being good enough in the context of a relationship with that you know guys uh, what dr kamna here is saying is important generally also for us in life because we do tend to view ourselves with how others view us and that is a big mistake most of us we tend to derive our value of how we are and how good we are in the context of others how people perceive us in our jobs how people perceive us in our relationships how our partner thinks we are how our parents think we are we don't have any inner sense of centric that how we are is enough So I think that is why it's important to ask yourself before going into a rebound why am i doing this what is the reason for me to do this rebound and for that Sejal Bhatt a comedian from Bombay has a very interesting test Okay here's the question i would ask would taking away the presence of this rebound person make you feel somewhat like invalidated somewhat halved somewhat like empty somewhat like needy i think then it's a problem i that's, think that that's our trick but yeah that's that's actually very good uh, to ask whether you know this person is making you happy or their compliments are actually making you happy <laughs> you know? um yeah if the person was replaced by any other person like a machine and they did the same thing for you would it have the same effect like a very emotional dildo if you had would that also fulfill the same criteria <laughs> I, i think it's a, it's a point of like self reflection that you have to do like if you feel like the need to be with another person comes not from companionship and like wanting to share your joy and all of that but rather from like like a desperate need for someone to validate you on like on anything on how smart you are or how cool you are or clever or funny or uh, intelligent or whatever like those are the adjectives i have always been hung up about i think then you know that it's probably unhealthy for you in the long run but guys here's my take okay 
do not go by the urban dictionary definition of rebounds because rebounds can also sometimes take you to the one sejal here has a much needed happy story for all of you rebound diggers tell me more about uh, this uh, friend of yours i mean how was the story so her um her was like a bit of an impulse decision i guess uh, it's a rebound arranged marriage actually is what happened she had a breakup it was uh, like they had like a um, her previous boyfriend and her had a long like two three year relationship and then um somewhere around i think jan or so they broke up and then february there was some guy her parents showed her and she was like yeah you know what i'll just take it i'll rebound marry and everyone was like no don't and they've been happily married for like a while now and like genuinely happily married it's not like a oh i just now have to put up a you know front because i just made this terrible decision or anything they just recently celebrated their first anniversary and from all i know they're actually quite happy Wow. We're gonna have a baby together soon. Wow, that is such a happy story, guys. <laughs> But that leaves me wondering: Are rebounds to be considered a happy ending, or should we stick to the popular notion of rebounds being a self-inflicted wound that will fester over time? Well, you know, I do think that it could be both, or it could be none. But one thing that I'm sure about is that rebounds are a part of this journey that we call life. Rebounds can put us on the path to intense self-discovery. They can make us realize what is it that we really need in a relationship. They can also be a comforting thing when life has punched us in the face. but the important thing to realize is why are you going for a rebound have you healed yourself properly or are you just going to someone with whom you can temporarily belong if you have any rebound story to share with us then please send it to us in the comment section and before i go Let me remind you that if you liked listening to this podcast then you can subscribe to the Queen's channel on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify and the many many different platforms that we are on right now. I'm Divyani Ratanpal. If you had any feedback for me, you can send it to me. I am on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. You can also log on to the Queen website and check out the podcast section if you have any feedback for me. Shoot me an email. at podcast@thequin.com at until the next time ciao